0: Heard up! What is going on, family? It's your boy DJ Tykes. We got some special guests coming onto the show today. I got my brothers Mutaita, Easy Note, calling in from my hometown. Talk about all of their brand new stuff. They got tons of new material coming out. In the meantime, we got Pursuit of Happiness by my boy Easy Note. And they're going to be coming right on the show here in just a moment. So enjoy this track, Pursuit of Happiness, off of his brand new instrumental EP called Parachute. Enjoy. This is the hotspot.
1: us the, the hot spot. spot the hot spot suspect
2: is armed and dangerous i repeat the suspect is armed and dangerous
0: hey word up what is going on easy note say what's up bro yo what's good bro hey man we just hanging out Welcome to the hot spot. You know what's going on, it's your boy DJ Tykes. Super excited to have you on the show today, bro. Is uh, is your brother sitting there with you, or has he got a uh, got his own account?
1: Yes, sir. We 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 in here. We in here.
0: Hey, lit, coming in loud and clear. So, all right, this is what's going on here today, y'all. Is I got my two homies from back home, by the name of Mutaita and Note. So we got a straight-up family, bro- blood brothers up in the building, and they're kind of a a, a rapper and producer pair extraordinaire. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys introduce yourselves, though. Why don't you go ahead and say what's up to the fans over here at the hot spot? Uh,
2: I'd, be the one they call, I'd be the one they call the Lord of the Bumps, a.k.a. Young Hung, a.k.a. Easy Note. <laughs> I and
1: love I make it. beats
2: for people to vibe to and also produce for incredible artists. Sorry,
1: You know, right, right here they call me Rated M, Fomotaita. And, uh, yeah, we just out here creating music, you know, and uh, doing the thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Man, you guys are always killing me. You guys are seriously some real characters. Um, Ever since the moment I met you guys, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out where to even start this interview out. But I figure out, I figure what best place to start other than where we first met. So, um. Man, I actually met these cats right at the very onset of the pandemic, and we were kind of all a part of a little bit of an illegal show. Is that right?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what so, I'm saying. It was a funny situation, like like uh, that was like the the dopest weirdest show ever. It's like totally
0: uh, middle of Provo, like everyone's like, we're like, hey, I don't know what's uh we none of us knew what the fuck was going down. Um I had gotten hit up about it because the the DJ that was supposed to be at the show just had a baby, so he was all like worried about, you know, his health and shit.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And uh
0: and I you know, I, I had my uh I had my, my bulletproof flask and that, that keeps me safe from anything. So, you know, I, I was all equipped, man, and I, I hit the show and I was stoked because I really, you know, connecting with you guys that night, man. I swear your guys' set really struck me because of your guys' character and just the theatrics of the whole experience, man. I mean you guys you guys are like next level artists for sure. There's not just music going on here.
1: I appreciate that, I you, sure. bro. Yeah, I was like I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm about to walk out to a triple ancient uh entrance <laughs> from WWE <laughs>
2: yeah. to yes, the,
1: that hit, and I was like, alright, let's do this. And that's, that show was actually funny, because, like, like the, the the system was off or something, and I was, like, in the middle of my set, so I kind of lost, like, adrenaline like when I was performing. And then, um, yeah, man, I remember uh, I kept telling the sound man, I'm like, I can't see, can you guys turn off the lights? And then uh, right. they wouldn't turn them off. And then I remember I told them, hey, can you turn off the lights? And then they turned them on, and I was like, uh, come on, man.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna just start telling you guys the opposite and hope that that works out that way. You know. <laughs> no, I remember that though. It was like the Blue Man Group was performing up in there. It was like hella purple and shit. That's all I remember yeah. from that night. <laughs> and then they had that they had that trippy ass green room that was like made for uh for Toad by in Super Mario. You know, like someone under three yeah. foot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you couldn't even fit in there. <laughs> yeah, you straight up had to, like,
0: <laughs> had to like, you had to lean over like, uh, like you're in some kind of fucking small ass uh, train or some shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> no, uh,
0: it... I, 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 I'm pretty
1: sure so I, I, I'm like five six, so it didn't bother me as much. But somebody <laughs> taller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was funny, and I and I remember they had the N64 or some shit in there too, and it was just like. Yeah. It was kind of, I don't know, man, just looking back on that night, was a little bit of a, it's, it's just, it was trippy, because it was also my birthday, too. It was like, it was crazy, because it was like my birthday, but also like the whole world shut down, like right on that day. So I was I'm like,
2: yeah.
0: I barely, I didn't even get to do anything, but then my boy hit me up for this show, and I was like, hell yeah. Like, I'm going to go and spin on my on my motherfucking birthday. and uh, And yeah, and like I said, we ended up, we ended up linking up over there and and uh and meeting each other because you guys are actually we see I say you're from the, from the same hometown but really we're from the same home state. So y'all yeah. y'all actually hail out of Provo, which is just a just like a short four, yeah, 40 minute drive away from Salt Lake, away from the lake town and uh man, you guys you guys definitely are some black sheep up there in Provo. Is all I have to say. If anybody knows about that area over here at the show, they know that you guys are definitely the black sheep. So, what's it? What's it like being your type of artist in uh, in Provo?
1: So, in the in the beginning, like it was hard to get shows because, like, um, it's very like uh, LDS, right? The religions and stuff over here. Totally. So, like totally. when when you do a show, like. You tell them, hey, hey, can I do a show here? And they'd be like, oh, sure, sure. What kind of music you do? You guys in a band or something? And I'm like, uh, we do rap. And they're like, oh, rap? Yeah, we don't, we don't do that here really. You know, you could ask someone else. <laughs> and then it's oh, like, oh man. Uh. So, so earlier, like in, in those days, like, uh, when I started rapping, like, probably like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it was like that. Like there was like not much of a platform for people to like express like the art of, of rap, you know? Right. Uh, that's what right. we always go up to Salt Lake and, like, collab with other cats over, over there. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, eventually over here they started getting more
2: Not open. Accepting it more yeah.
1: more open to it. Because
2: back then it, it was kind of where we lived. It, it was kind of uh, hip-hop was kind of looked down upon. Yeah, yeah and, totally.
1: Yeah, it was like we were back in time. Like we, we were back in the 90s or 2000s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, that place seriously is a trip back in time to in in certain ways especially if you find yourself on the wrong side of the law as well sometimes out there those cops are fucking weird as hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: but uh but yeah you know it's funny it's it's one of those things that like obviously i mean we, so we all grew up in in Utah so we know how it is they love to uh they love to sing along to Flo Rida and T-Pain and you know anything that's kind of Savorable, you know what I'm saying, but but anything that's really raw and, and you know going into like hardcore hip hop kind of the stuff that you kind of um, that I know that you like to make mutaita I know because I I mess with your your brutal sound you know what I'm saying and this is something that they're just not ready for out there man.
1: I appreciate that my man.
0: <laughs> but they but uh although they should be. I don't mm-hmm. I don't mean to say that they they ain't ready for it. They uh they yeah. need it today, tomorrow, yesterday, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah,
1: they they don't know they need it. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, those guys, those guys, they're just uh they're just stoked to be there, right? They're just be they're just stoked to hang out and uh and, and be floating as they, they call it, right? I think. Yeah. I think that's their thing, floating.
1: Going with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Where they
0: just they just stick it in and don't do nothing with it.
1: <laughs> uh, I remember telling Nody, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, if I if I want to be a a hometown hero down here in Provo, I have to collaborate with uh, Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, for real, dude. That would be the most epic fucking combination between you and Taylor Swift, man. I'm telling you, that'd be wild. <laughs> yeah. i can already see
1: it
0: hey low key though you it but actually high key fuck that low key shit you can sing man you uh some of your melodies that you put down especially on you know your side a mixtape um when you get down with uh with the old big chris now sheep now goes by shipe olin um man when you get down with him and you guys start harmonizing together no it's it's special man
1: I appreciate it, man. I, I I try to sing. I I I studio sing, you know. It's what they call it. Like I can sing like in a low tone, right? But I can't sing. Right. I can't sing in a high tone. You know, you put me if you put me next to like Shakira or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's she. You could tell like, oh, this guy can't sing. You know, <laughs>
0: right? Hey, but, but, but it... yeah, but in the headphones, you know, and, and when you can dial it all in, and uh, and yeah, in the lower register and whatnot, man, it definitely works for you, bro. I definitely I. I like to see it, and uh, we definitely want to keep seeing it in the future for shows.
1: I appreciate that, my man. We, yeah, we, we gotta have, we gotta drop a whole, a whole tape just for Lottie.
2: Hell
0: yeah, that's just what's for up. Up. That just hey, for you. my man, it, yes, sir. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time. Hey, and uh, to kind of reel things in and give people an idea of what you guys have been dropping just recently. Um, so, Mutaita, you've been uh, you've been a part of a in the middle of like a four-part EP series right now that you are right smack in the middle of. You just dropped Earth, and I think the first edition was Fire. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, the Element of Fire EP and the Element of Earth.
0: Right, right. So uh, tell us about this little EP um, four-part series that you're in the middle of right now.
1: So this four-part series is actually a part of like uh, a whole album. So it's like a
0: oh six, so it's gonna be a full project.
1: Yeah, so 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 it'll be a so it's fire, earth, then will come air, and then water.
0: It'll come and uh, then farts and then piss, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like that. and then and then and then after that will be the album that drops. Like after all these EPs and these EPs are just like kind of like a taste of what what's to come in the album. Uh, and the yeah, the album was gonna be called three six nine. I just been working on it for like maybe like 3 4 years already but I wanted to like oh, I I just want to build up even more first before I drop it. So when I actually drop it like like people are in tune with it, you know, like they actually like are excited for it and that's what I want to build like excitement for the album. And like these 40p's are kind of like a way to build that excitement.
0: Oh, I like that a lot. That's a great idea kind of get people uh get people ready, primed for what's gonna what's to come, right? Yeah. Killing it! It's like and
1: it's like uh, I I be I be dropping singles every week too, and they're like episodes, you know, like an anime episode, and then these EPs and the album they're like the movies of like the show. It's a good way to put it. I
0: got you. I got you. We're like uh, you know how Pokemon does those little like movies every once in a while, like the two thousand one Mew. Or whatever, yeah. back in the day, I remember watching that.
2: <laughs>
0: I remember that one getting that in the in the grocery stores. Came with the little like little toy in it and shit. The little, little, toy like, the little coin or whatever. It was like a holographic coin or some shit. I, oh. I remember
1: crying in that movie when the, uh, they turned out Ash to a uh, stone.
0: stone huh? Right. Yeah. No. For real. Oh, it gets man. It, and I will never. I'll never forget. It's funny. I don't remember a, a lot of Pokemon because I was young as fuck when I was watching that shit. But like, I will never forget that Charmander episode where he he lo- he almost loses his uh his little flame tail. Yeah, he gets caught out in the rain or some shit, and they gotta yeah, come and light like... his fire back up.
1: Yeah, man, watching that too.
0: that's funny. That's that's life right there, man. They got us. They got us forever with that metaphor, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, that that could definitely be a bar for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, but uh but for real's man, you know, we uh like I said earlier, we dealing with some next level artists, next level artistry over here with uh with my boys cuz yo, know, you guys just just following you guys on Instagram it's uh like I said, it's like I met you guys that one night, but it's more than that because it's like y'all are so funny on Instagram and you got guys got all these skits that you do. You're always doing funny ass little skits of shit. And uh and you know, having fun with it, not taking not taking yourselves too seriously, and uh but but at the same time obviously taking the music very the music aspect of things very seriously. But it's all it's all got that kind of air of uh of of theatrics to it you know what i'm saying where there's this there's this like concept and theme behind it and uh and even down to down to your guys's names so i love it
1: oh yeah, Hell yeah man. i appreciate that appreciate that for sure
0: absolutely so uh mutaita you've got this mask thing going on man and i know that you you used to go by uh by the name of brutal turn brutal legend and about maybe a year ago, you made this transition to uh, this this character, Mutaita. So Mutaita, bring us yeah. bring us into the evolution from brutal to Mutaita. What? Tell us about this story, man.
1: Yeah. So uh, in the beginning, I wanted to be a WWE wrestler. Uh, me and Noting both wanted to be WWE wrestlers. Yes. You know? Oh you yes. Be walking after Triple H and stuff. You know
0: <laughs> the pedigree. Yeah, pedigree.
1: Yeah, the pedigree and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, I, I was like, well, what could be a dope name for me, like, if I wanted to be a wrestler? And the name just came about, like, Brutal Turn. And then eventually I gave him his, his wrestling name, which is Easy, Easy Nothing. Yeah. And I was like, we could be a tag
2: team, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, I remember I used to just slam him when we were kids and stuff. I was I was, I was I was small at the time, so I could just do, like, high-flying moves on him and stuff. And
0: Brutal right. was like the,
2: right. the, big, the big buff dude, so he would just slam me. And the power slams, <laughs> the power bombs, the tombstones.
0: Yes, you know,
2: sir, uh, backyard
0: wrestling I, I, on the trap and stuff. Yeah, man, bringing out the uh, bringing out the mattress onto the back lawn and shit. Yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm I used little... to grow up on all of that shit, man. My 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 hero growing up was Rey Mysterio, bro. Because I was the same way. I was little, my whole life. I was I was under a hundred pounds until sixteen years old. I swear to God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so you know, I was always hitting those six one nines. You know those. Those off the top rope, you know. I forget what he called that one where, uh you know, he put it, he'd like jump on the shoulders and then do a backflip and then they would jump oh, and he.
1: Herc the Herculano, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit, too hard, too hard, man. We and you know, much, uh, much to the the chagrin of the WWE entertainment. Um, industry. You know, we were trying all that stuff back at home. You know, with our friends on each other. So <laughs>
1: jumping off the roof. Onto yeah, the
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like jackass. Like the second they told us not to do it, we were like, <laughs> we
2: to
0: <gonna> do it." <laughs> oh yeah, the spine buster. Let's give that one a go. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember just one time, man. It's one of the, one of the moments of my childhood that I. You know, you have those moments where you look back on them and you're like, "Damn, that was a little fucked up," but. Alright, we're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna run with it. I delivered the most brutal six one nine to this kid one time, dude. It was he just didn't even see it coming. It was like off the basketball hoop, just swung around, just boom, right what in the hell? face. It was it was I still remember it to this day, just
1: six one nine <laughs> And then, like
0: you feel bad after and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit. was uh, good good times, but uh, I love that. So it's, uh, it's inspired, good old, inspired by the WWE. Uh, man, I could just I could go on and on and on forever about that. but, uh, but hey, so I, I saw recently that is, so is the undertaker, is he done or is he not done? Because like, I thought he was done like 10 years ago. I swear to God. <laughs> he was done.
1: Yeah, so but... he actually, he actually retired. Uh, was it tw- twenty twenty? Right. Yeah, twenty twenty. He actually. It was just in, in
0: just in twenty twenty. I swear, I watched him retire like back in the day when I was like
1: twelve like or some
0: shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so what ended up happening is, I think in twenty ten is when he started becoming more of a part time wrestler.
0: Uh huh. Because he yeah. did that.
1: Older.
0: He did that WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels, where it was like their last, their last little. Uh, hoorah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, that was Shawn Michaels. Is like it, it was more of like if Shawn Michaels like loses, uh, Taker would uh, uh, he, he had to retire, Shawn Michaels had to retire, so it was a streak for his career. I remember mm-hmm. uh, one, so Shawn like had to retire, gotcha. Then, oh, see,
0: uh, that I I uh, I forget, forget that aspect of it,
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he recently retired, retired like officially, like even from part time stuff, yeah, so. Yeah, I was like, I was like, damn, man, I be getting old. He's he's actually going to the Hall of Fame this year. So damn, I'm like, damn, I'm that old already. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know for real, man. Wow, big respect to the Undertaker getting into the Hall of Fame. That's wild ass shit, man. And a and shouts out to HBK though.
1: Extra,
0: you know, HBK, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I always love nerding out with uh with people who like wrestling because it's only every once in a while that you you know find someone who went through that. We all we all used to sit around, gather around that fire every Monday night, every Friday night, you know. Unless if you had the if you had the cable package, Friday night SmackDown, I I wasn't able to watch it for a long time because they kept moving motherfucking channels and shit. <laughs> yeah, they
2: did. <laughs>
0: I was pissed. I was like, my favorite wrestlers. I can't even watch them anymore, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and then ECW, they just they give that one to you for free. They're like, yeah, you guys could watch this one, but no one really wanted to watch that one. Yeah, that
1: one. <laughs> yeah. That one was the decent one. That one was like the. I don't know. I don't want to watch this. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. They watch. always tried. They always tried really hard to make it like super hardcore, but uh, but it was like it was like the dudes that you did not give a fuck about whatsoever. Yeah. It was like (laughs) – like just the – what was the dude who was like some 50-year-old white guy, looked like just one of the trailer park boys, and he would come – at Tommy fucking – Tommy
1: Dreamer?
0: Tommy Dreamer. I feel like that's what his name – maybe that guy was cool when he was young. Maybe. I'll give it to him. Maybe when he was young, but but watching watching him on ECW is like watching uh, George Clooney try to play like a spring break – fucking
1: characters, so shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the original, the original ECW was was dope, like the OG OG version. Right. But I feel like when 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 WWE bought it and they tried to like remake it as like the the new ECW as a part of WWE, I feel like it just flopped completely.
0: Uh-huh. But, so did it, it was it formerly part of like TNT network or
1: So so ECW was like an independent wrestling scene back in the day, so like uh-huh. during the Monday Night Wars between uh WWE and WCW. There was also ECW. Was, ECW was kind of like the underground, kind of like kind of like hip-hop. It was like the underground scene of wrestling back in the day. And it was just making buzz all by itself.
2: Gotcha. Of, like,
1: yeah, it. so, like, they had, like, RVD on it, uh, Savu, Zombie Dreamer, The Sandman, and all those guys. So they made a name off of it. Gotcha. And then, uh, yeah, then eventually Vince spotted out just, like, Man,
0: with, so for like, WWE... WWE t- to buy them out was is it, it almost like the end of the end of an era for them because it was kind of characterized by the underground nature, and then once it just sold out, it was only destined to be whack
2: yeah <laughs>
0: interesting yeah. interesting and so what's uh, another thing since you guys are you guys are definitely more more savvy in the scene than I was back in the day um so t n t like why why was there a feud between TNT and WWE fans? Like, why why could you only be a fan of one, it seemed like, at a time?
1: So, I, I wasn't really, like, watching WWE at the time. Like, I was, like, three years old, you know? But I, I always right. looked, liked looking right. at the history behind it. And I think, like, it's, it's one of those things where it was, like, the Monday Night Wars. You're either WCW on – I believe it was on TNT, right?
2: I think so, yeah, at the time. Yeah,
1: yeah you, you're either Team WCW or Team WWE. And it's, like, people would always argue – they would watch both, but they would argue, like, which one was uh, better. Yeah. Right. And, uh, the same thing's happening now. Like, a, a new company came about, like, in 2019 uh, called AEW, All Elite Wrestling. And it's, like, they just go to war with each other, and it's the, the same story. Two different companies. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it interesting. Yeah. You know, it's, like, yeah. I feel like people always like picking a side. They're, like, you know what? If they're going with that side, I'm going with this side. Yeah. And then, I don't know, people just like conflict.
2: The competitive
1: nature and human it's you know what and they always my parents
0: always used to say man that's trash turn that shit off and, and everything but for real it's like when you talk about it like that there is like some serious like human nature type things to uh l- like lessons to learn you know uh just the whole like hero and heel dynamic that they have with characters and uh and the way that the the heel almost has more of an effect sometimes on the audience than others, it's like it's so interesting to me.
1: And then a lot of the times, it's like people end up loving the heel more than the babyface. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, and uh, and oh, another thing on the same kind of tip, fucking, I missed this whole era. But uh, who's the yes, the yes guy with the I, beard?
1: Oh, I. So his name in WWE is Daniel Bryan.
0: Right, Daniel Bryan. All right, so I could never get into him because he's just like – he looks like a fucking billy goat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, I, there's just something about him and his look with the little underpants and then the boots and, and yeah. shit. I don't know what it is. Couldn't get behind him. But people fucking loved him just by saying yes. Just yes, yes. It's, like, uh, they're so interesting how they, like, try shit out, you know? They're like, let me just try out this dude who just is a nobody. And we're just going to say yes and see if they do it, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it's more like he had the underdog story. Like, uh, I remember people wanted him to be the champion. But WWE's like, nah, he's not the one. We're going to have Batista versus Randy Orton again at WrestleMania. Uh Uh-huh. And and, and people were like, fuck, they were like, this is in 2004. You know, we, we kind of wanted like somebody else. They they just it's one of those things where everybody just wanted Daniel Bryan to like just be the one. You know,
2: and like it yeah. was like
1: yeah. nah, they were they were, they were trying to push him to like something else. But eventually, like I think like the the voice just became loud, and then they had no choice but to put him in the triple threat at WrestleMania, and then he ended up winning the match. And so yeah, everybody man, lost it. Yeah. Everybody just lost it. They're like ah, they were just cheering and stuff.
0: I know, too, too crazy. It's just like, like I said, it goes to, it just goes to the, uh, the whole thing about human nature and and just how cra- it must be so wild being those guys. Just, you know, completely improvising for the crowd. You know, obviously there's a small script and whatnot, but like all of that shit is just. Whatever happens, run with it, you know. Run
1: with it,
0: yeah. make the best show you can, and if something sick happens, yeah. you just run. That's what we do out here, too, you know what I'm saying. Every single Ooh, cool. day we're just making the best of whatever happens.
1: right yeah, without a doubt. Well, like heard, when, you, uh, when we when we perform right, like uh, we have to like adapt like we, we, we rehearse. but there's always something that's there's happen. always something that happens, mm-hmm. so you, you got to know how to pivot and adapt. Like, yep. the, the system goes out. You gotta keep the crowd rocking.
0: Shit, yeah, it <laughs> might even turn into, it might even turn up to a stand-up comedy show all of a sudden. You know, you just gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> it's like I could see it, you guys. the The audio goes out next time y'all are at Boardwalk over there in Provo, and uh, and all of a sudden the bell rings, ding, ding, ding.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: you guys gotta get that one time for the one time. <laughs> Slam each other to the table or something? Huh? Uh yeah. Hey, oh yeah, get like a get like a already broken table or whatever, you know, some shit you don't care about. Hell, let's slam someone. That. Hey, uh, I, I got it. So uh Noti, you uh you fuck up on the decks, right? And uh yeah. and Brutal just comes and slams you through the table. <laughs> <laughs> right, That's it. That's the one right there. Hey, word up. Well uh I kind of want to switch gears a little bit here and start talking to my boy, Easy Norte, and talk. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to dive into... So you've got a new project that you dropped um, maybe a month or two ago called Parachute, which is a conglomerate of instrumentals, and you are primarily a producer yourself. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, about Parachute as a project, and at some point I'd also like to kind of hear about how you ventured into making beats to begin with.
2: All right. So how, how I started with parachute parachute was a project that I've been working with for, for like four years. Just, it was basically, it was basically the, the final product of me experimenting a lot at the time and just trying to find my own sound and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to sound like nobody else. And I wanted to create my own sound. And, and when I produced for certain artists, I also wanted to have like a certain signature sound that people respect. So that's kind of like how Parachute came to be. And then, which was funny too, it was also like a, a mixture of like real life stuff that actually happened, but uh, explaining, trying to express it in an instrumental way. So like half of those beats that some of it, some people didn't even know, but like some of those beats that I made, I was kind of, I was homeless at the time. Uh, and we would, I would, half of those beats, I would make the beats in, in, in the car, literally. Damn. Yeah. Respect, man.
0: Respect. So those things are definitely like um, musical representations of some of the things that you were going through at the time, man. I'm sorry to hear that you are having a having a rough go.
2: Now you good, bro? Yeah. It, it was just like one of those things. Like at the time, like it was just. I guess it was more like a, a like when you're trying to like have a chip on your shoulder and you have to like you want to prove something to the world and to yourself. Yeah. At the time, it was more like to prove myself and the people that were kind of familiar with me at the time. And then that's basically, that's kind of basically the, the basic idea. How yeah. Cool shoot can be. Interesting, man.
0: And um, I'm curious where you, uh, where you go to collect your samples. Are you, do you just always have an ear open in a sense, or is
2: there something, a place that you go to, to constantly
0: get inspiration?
2: Um, where I get inspiration really just, I'm one of those people that just like anything that sounds new or unique or like that doesn't sound like anything or that sounds something that I can just experiment. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I just like breaking shit apart and just putting them together. Like, it's like kind of like putting puzzles together. Totally. Just finding like which piece fit together well. Which yeah. Roles. That's kind of like how I get my inspiration or sometimes I, I like listen to like old jams that like can uh, hit in the heart and. And I forgot. I, I lost the train of my thought. Oh no! Yeah, I, you're good, man. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, I just like basically. I just like anything that sounds new or unique. Hmm. I just like to put that in my craft and and bring it out. Totally. Just experiment. And you just you know it when you hear it. You're just you got that ear
0: that you're like, oh snap! That I, I'm gonna sample that real quick.
2: Yeah. Put it's, it in the software. It's, 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 yeah it, it could even be at the store sometimes I could just be shopping at the store and I just hear like a little sample or a little song, and I just shazam it real quick and then just go back home and just literally flip it and break it apart.
0: That's badass bro yeah that's 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 it right there. That is like the essence of hip hop, you know what I'm saying taking something, making it into something completely different, fresh um you know bringing that fresh new vibe to something that's like totally. Right. I love hey, uh you ever you ever go on YouTube and watch Rhythm Roulette?
2: Oh yeah, always, bro.
0: Yeah, man. So that's just that's like the process right there, you know? Is uh I do the same kind of thing. I've got this little I got this little laundry mat that I go to and right. it's right next to a record shop, so every oh, time I go snow. and yeah, every time I go and do my laundry, I go over to the record shop and they've always got this free uh free bin of records, you know. So I'll dig through the free stuff. Yeah, and I'll just kind of I'll grab anything. Sometimes it's you know, cuz I think the girl's hot on the cover. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's just cuz of the cover art, right? Sometimes it's it's cuz it it's uh, you know, looks like it's about to be fired. but sometimes it's just completely random, bro. And uh yeah. I'll just I'll bring my little turntable in my car with my laundry. And I'll plug it into the little fucking, you know, electrical output. And I'll just sit there and listen to records while I do the laundry. And I'll just dig for some samples. And, yeah, you know, you you never know where, where
2: you're going to find some gold. It's crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah I mean, I, I'm I'm very, like, with my samples, a lot of people would be surprised, like, what kind of stuff I sample. Like, sometimes I'd be sampling to, like, like other culture, other music, uh, other s- cultural music. Sometimes I'd be sampling, like, Japanese synth pop or or just, like, I'm pretty, I mean, if you're, if you're familiar with, like, the Sayaki Duo stuff that me and Bruto did, like, with the Nunchuck stuff, I would sample a lot of, like, uh, Asian culture kind of music. Yeah. And, or other aspects or, or other, I forget what the one song was called, or one uh, genre. Sometimes I'd be sampling reggae and other things, too. Yeah. Just, like, certain... It's just certain. It's just like certain things that just hit, and you just, you just know how to like, yeah. You just have this idea to how to put it together and how to break it apart. And... For sure. Um.
0: I you know I think about all the old like Wu Tang stuff, kind of, inspired by old Shaolin movies and whatnot. Right. Um. I was recently. I was recently just watching the old Willy Wonka
2: movie, with the Charlie and the oh. Chocolate Factory.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know,
2: and the story about that uh, when I was little, bro, I was actually I was actually I was actually scared of that movie.
0: <laughs> oh, for I real.
2: <laughs> I was scared of the Oompa Loompas, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hella funny, bro. That's some shit that I would say, too. I swear. Uh, yeah, man, that's that kind of shit used to hella scare me. Also, I'm like, what the fuck? This green hair. <laughs> There, It was their eyebrows for me, man. They're, those green eyebrows, the sketchy green eyebrows and, like, the yeah, orange. <laughs> I was just
2: reading it out when I was watching yeah. it. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> for me, it was a
0: <laughs> lot, That is clowning. Yeah, man, so I was watching that shit recently, and it was during the Oompa Loompa dance, bro. Yeah. Uh, I hear this. I hear the bells, and I'm like, oh, shit yeah that's a that's something. a song i was like that is a song yo and i was like that's this this song bussin by casey veggies and and sir michael rocks i was like check it out like and i pulled it up and i was like sure enough i went on to who sampled that you know whatever that yeah. website is and and it was like yeah willie and the willie in the wonka factory or whatever the fuck it is yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, that's so crazy how that ear just gets developed and you know, you just hear something and you're like, hold on, where the fuck did I hear that from? That, yeah. I and mean, you just wanna flip that shit. Totally. Wild, wild stuff, man. But really, uh really appreciate uh really appreciate parachute for what it is, man. I enjoyed bumping that for sure. Lord of appreciate the bumps it, over here, easy note. Um <laughs> yeah. how did you how did you start flipping beats, man? It can uh, it can be a very, a very hard thing to, to start doing because of the amount of, like work, the perceived amount of work that there is to start on a hobby like that. So
2: you know what what really made you get over the
0: hump and start making music?
2: Well, it, it all started cause uh, cause of my my brother. He's he he was the one rapping. So kind of like a little bit influence from him. And then also with another homie that he, he started spitting with. And then there was this one time um, they knew another homie who made beats. And there was this one time I just decided to tag along with them. And I just saw the, uh, their homie. goes by the name of Giannis. Uh, he was making hella beats. And I was just inspired, like, how he was just putting shit together and putting sounds together. I was like, damn, that just looks interesting. Right. Then next thing you know, we got home and I just cracked a a, a free version of something of a a program and then just started messing around that's sick man i just fell in love with it and then i was like 13 at the time when that happened so i just got so into it and i just literally making beats every single day Since? since then yeah and haven't stopped that's what's up man just putting in that daily work that daily practice that that
0: takes that's that's awesome that you just kind of realize that, you know, you're like, oh, snap, that looks like something I could do. I, uh, I don't know, cause it's tough when you're not, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, put words into your mouth, but for me, I've always, I've always loved rap as a genre. Um, I've always, I've always thought about rapping, but right. actually rapping is, you know, a little bit harder for me. It's a little bit more of a, of a pen it's and pad process. Too. Yeah. And so I feel like the instrumentals definitely came a lot easier to my brain for whatever the fucking reason that is. But, yeah, you know, when you discover that and, you know, you kind of realize you're like, oh, snap, I got these homies that are rapping. Like, I have this ear. Uh, I'm just going to start and see what happens with it. So I'm, I'm happy that you uh, you picked up the pads, man, and uh, started making it happen because you're killing it right now for a youngin'.
2: Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. <laughs> young Hung yes, over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of got Shit. the name from other people because it, it, it all started too. Like uh, when I was barely making, kind of making a name for myself in, in the scene. I was like a young prodigy. Because at the time when I started, when I did the whole tape with uh, Zach Ivy, are you familiar with Zach Ivy? Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So when, when we did the Noti tapes, people there was like this, like the word spread because there was always like, I guess a, a mystique for me. Because I was young. young, So, like, people were like, what the fuck? A 15-year-old producer produced a tape with with Ivy. So, every time I would be with Ivy at a show, people would ask me. The first thing they asked me was like, oh, shit. How old are you, man? I'm like, (laughs) oh, I'm 15 years old. What the fuck? Man, I'm 15 (laughs) years old. I was fucking up.
0: (laughs) Those guys probably, at that time, they, uh... They probably got 15-year-olds, and they're
2: like, oh, shit,
0: I got a 15-year-old, bro, what the fuck, that's crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but that, that's kind of basically how things started kind of like, I guess, started making a name for myself in the, in the, in, that's in the city, sick the, that's the sick. local scene.
0: That's sick that uh, that Zach showed some respect to you, man. And how did you how did you get linked up with Ivy? He's a yeah, obviously he's a legend of the lake over there. Definitely want to give some shout outs to Zach Ivy over here on the show. Um, at one point, I bet I've done some stuff with him in the past. At one point, I'll get him on the show. Hell
2: yeah, There uh, So on like i remember adding
1: him as a friend, like on Facebook. And then uh, we were on a. I was on my Facebook live. I remember I, I heard a song from him, uh, and it was like a romantic song, and I was like, oh, this is different, you know? Yeah. And I had him on Facebook, and then, uh, yeah, he, w- one day I went live, and we were working on beats, and he was just tuning in, and then he invited us to his Get It Right. Right. So we went there, and uh, yeah, that's where we linked up and stuff, and then uh, he's like, yo, who made this beat? And he was like, oh, I, I didn't. He's like, oh, shit, let's work <laughs> on something. And then they, And then like a month later, they had a project ready. And the whole naughty teams. the whole, the
0: whole yeah. That is so sick. Yeah, he's a genuine guy. He's definitely a genuine dude. Um, I remember first seeing him when I uh, when he opened up for Devin the Dude at Urban oh, Lounge. Right. I think like maybe four years ago or something like that.
2: Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that show, but I I couldn't go to it.
0: Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was such a fresh show, bro. There it's was good. like, it was like. 35 40 people there you know so it was just intimate you know we were just chilling i was front row sitting there smoking a fat bleasy just with the <laughs> coffee brothers you know it was fun some good shit oh yeah man but uh word up guys so i i just realized that i've been caught up talking to y'all for so long that uh that i haven't played even a single track i started out with Pursuit of Happiness off of a parachute by note but uh but shoot we are long overdue to plot to bump some shit so brutal which one do you want me to play
1: uh l- let's play that new one i just dropped featuring uh Malev- did you send that one
0: dope yeah, yeah. Roller, roller coaster
1: Shinobi. that's 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 my og right there hey you
0: know? good hey. good shit man so preface this track a little bit for us what's roller coaster all about
1: so roller coasters, like, uh, you go through an emotional, like, you know, in life, we just go through emotions, like up and downs. And, uh, roller coaster just signifies that, that like, uh, no matter if you go up, down, up, down, at the end of the day, as long as you stick to your purpose, like, there's always an end goal for it because the roller coaster ride eventually ends, you know? And, uh, when you feel like you're down, there's always going to be a, another up and you're going to catch that breath of fresh air again, you know? So it's like, there's always a way, you know what I'm
0: saying? Hey, like- man. Yeah, dude, and now that you say it like that, bro, when you say there's always an end, I remember, you know, I grew up going to Lagoon over there in Utah, right? Yeah. And they had some of the jankiest roller coasters of all time. And so I remember, bro, sometimes the ending is that shit that makes your brain go into the front of your skull and almost gives you a concussion snaps your neck you know (laughs) what I'm saying (laughs) so sometimes it's the ending and then the best parts right after that was the worst part you just got over it
1: (laughs) yeah you just got over it and it's like there's always a way man like like you just get that breath of fresh air like oh shit like after that you just feel like that that, what do they call that thing when you feel happiness euphoria you know
0: yes yes And
1: then you get off that ride and you're like oh shit on the next, the next one. So it's like on to the next goal, you know? It's totally. like a, we lose sense of direction, but there's always a direction. I love
0: it, man. Word up. Well, without further ado, I'm sorry for uh, for having this go for so long without dipping into a track from these guys, but we've been having such a good time over here that we're just barely getting back into it. But I've had a whole lot of fun with my boys over here, kicking it on the hot spot. we just chilling out with Mutaita, and easy notey. So, one more time, man. Why don't you go ahead and let us know what we're listening to?
1: So, yeah, we're we're about to listen to Roller Coaster by uh featuring Malaveth Shinobi, a hip-hop OG of mine and uh yeah, man. I hope you guys enjoy it and I hope it like resonates with some of you guys out there, you know? Like if you're going through some struggle or something, there's always a way out.
0: My man, I appreciate you.
1: Then I guess I'm one hell of a director. Cause the roller coaster of emotions that have been provoking. Family depression, feeling like a mother's burden. My heart hurting. Don't know which direction I'm heading.
0: Hey, word up, y'all. That was Roller Coaster by Mutaita. Really appreciate you for sharing that track with us, man.
1: I Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. No
0: doubt. And like I said earlier, I'm telling you, these guys are next level artists with the wordplay, man, with your with your rhymes and the whole concept and, and the feel that the tracks that you give with your voice and the intonations, man. It's like it's different. It's for sure different than any other music I've ever heard, man. I appreciate that, my man. Well, we're gonna keep blasting it out to the airwaves because we definitely need to get this in front of some ears, all the ears that we can over here, man. So, really appreciate you guys for uh, sharing all your hard work with us again, for hanging out with us on the on the hot spot.
1: Appreciate yeah, you. man. Appreciate
0: you having us. It's a privilege. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. looking uh, looking forward to the future here. What's uh, what's the rest of twenty twenty two looking like for you, cats?
2: Uh, you go first. Man. On, I'm going to go first. For me, um I'm planning on I mean I usually I I'm, I'm one of those type of people that I just rather like start dropping but but I I got you bro. Uh, so I'll just be so I'll just be I'm going to be dropping a uh, mini tapes every week, kind of how I did before uh, when I was doing with like the anime bumps and those, right. and like or a different uh themed mini tapes. I plan on doing that again. Just preparing for that. Though. sick, dude. Well, uh, hey, I want to let
0: you know that over here on my show, I'm kind of thinking about doing like a late night, Saturday night. You remember those late night, Saturday night lo-fi casts oh, that they yeah. used to do on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Been kind of thinking about doing something like that late at night, something, you know, slow BPM, just chilling. Oh, bro. Yeah, bro. So if you ever have anything to add to that, any tracks to add to that, bro, we'd love to... Love to add something. I think it would definitely fit the vibe perfectly that I'm going you, for. I got you, I got you for sure, bro. I'll send awesome. It. Word okay. up! We'll definitely look forward to hearing some more from Easy Note.
1: Yeah. So, so on my end, uh, I will uh, continue to drop a song a week until until I don't know when. You know.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: I'll continue dropping the song a week. The plan is to do it for like a whole year. Might be. Just half half a year, you know. But then uh, after that, like I'll be dropping the element of air, and then not too far behind it, the element of water, and then uh, yeah, just try and catch momentum. So then eventually, I could drop the album, and then the album's like the end of the of the uh, element sagas.
0: Sick. Well, we're definitely looking forward to to hearing all of those, man. And like I said, I'm always always digging your tracks. So you know, whenever you uh, whenever you guys drop close friends of the show over here at the hot spot so you gotta gotta keep us informed on in what's going on you guys are always welcome to come back on and say what's up and we'd love to shoot the shit and uh and you know just chill out and and have some fun because i definitely gotta i really fuck with your guys' vibe you guys are super chill and don't take you know you don't you guys don't take you, yourselves so seriously and that's the best part about shit is that like your art really just speaks for itself and you guys are just super easy going and and chilling, and I really appreciate your comedic approach to everything as well
1: I appreciate you brother appreciate thank, you thank friend. you thank you for for having us for sure
0: absolutely so why don't you go ahead and I always like to dedicate the last part of the show to shout outs so you know anybody that's gonna be tuning into the show right now or in the future as well friends fans, family anybody that you want to tell them that you love them just uh take a couple minutes and say what's up so shout out my parents uh you know
1: you? Shout yes out
0: sir
1: that bruce lee shout out Bruce Lee and chuck norris you know and uh Chen. shout out shout out my boy Sheep lean too who's also part of our group the way of sayaki uh he's also an amazing artist you know we were just talking about him like beggars can't be choosers uh yeah and that, that that's that's like a, another little brother to me you know
0: Definitely wanted to give him a shout out because I, he's got a great voice. He's got to keep singing, man. His uh, his raspy voice is just—it's butter. It's perfect.
1: Hell yeah, man! You should you should have him on the show like uh, one of these days.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got him on Instagram, so I'm gonna have to uh, tell him tell him that he's definitely summoned over here. So we'll uh, you guys can all come on. We'll get the whole way of si- Siaki on the on the broadcast.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, so shout out to him, shout out to uh, the engineer I, I work with, Chance Lewis. Uh he's always just he's just about his, his craft when it comes to engineering. That's why I love like working with them. Shout out, uh
2: shout out my boy, my big bro Zach Ivey. We got a Nodi Tapes three coming out sometime this year as well.
1: Ooh, good to hear. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, sh- shout out to the whole way of team too, like Visions and yeah, man. I don't know who else to shout
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> Word <laughs> up, y'all. Well, why don't you go ahead and let us know where we can find your guys' music at and also drop your social media so everybody can follow you guys and stay up with the story.
1: For sure. So mine is at Mutaita. That's uh, M-U-T-A-I-T-A-A. You can find me on Instagram or anywhere, YouTube, uh, you name it, you know, Snapchat. Or
2: TikTok, you know? And for me, you can just find me at easynote E A Z Y N O T E Y. And you can just basically find look that search that up anywhere and you'll just find me.
0: Dope, yeah. dope. Well word up guys. Thanks again for coming on. It's been a it's been an absolute pleasure. I had a lot of fun chilling out with you guys and just uh just kicking back and letting loose and hanging out, getting to know you guys for the fans.
1: Hey, I hey, appreciate you brother
0: absolutely so we're going to stay locked in in the future going to definitely be hearing a lot more from Easy and Mutaita lots of stuff we're going to keep them in rotation over here on the show and as an outro I've, uh, I've got two more tracks to play so we're going to go ahead sure. and hit them with Kung Fu man this track goes wild
1: <laughs> we also got a music video Oh
0: snap! Is the is the has the music video come out yet?
1: Yeah, we 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 dropped it. Uh, I can't remember when we dropped it. That's that's how, that's how much music we were creating. Um, <laughs> last, month. last month, I think I dropped yeah. it. Yeah,
0: sick, hell yeah! So go and go and run up those visuals as well. And you guys are gonna enjoy this track a lot, man. And your again, your versatility on these uh, these verses. It's like it's not like you heard one verse and then you heard the whole song at. All with these guys. It's like <laughs> that's how it is. Your your wordplay is crazy, man. Thank you, bro. Awesome. You guys are tuning into the hotspot. This is your boy DJ Tykes. I've been having a lot of fun over here with my boy Mutaita and Easy Note. This one is called Kung Fu. Enjoy.
1: A divine master with the Kung Fu.
0: It hey, 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 hey. Y'all, we've had a great time with our guests of the afternoon, Mutaita and Easy Noti. I hope you guys have enjoyed yourselves over here. Thanks again for coming on, y'all.
2: thank you. you Absolutely,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Always welcome over here on the Hotspot. Really appreciate you guys again. And you know what we got going on over here? Always some great, great music and some artists that we are showing you guys. So, coming up on the schedule on February 28th at 10 a.m. over here on the West Coast, we're going to be chatting with Joe Sarah. And then on March 1st, mark the calendars, because we're going to be chatting with Edith at 3 p.m. So, you know what we got going on over here. Always a good show, always hot artists, always some crazy conversations that we'd be getting into. Always love our fans. So we're gonna be hanging out, mixing live, chatting with y'all, taking submissions, taking questions, and just kicking back. So one more time for our artists of the night. Mutaita and Easy Noti. We've been vibing with Fall In Love off of Parachute. So go and run up that track and the whole album on Spotify, and then go ahead and check out his big bro, Mutaita, as well, and his new EP, Element of Earth, we're gonna definitely look forward to all the stuff that they got going on as well, so thanks again, y'all, this is the hot Spot. it's your boy, DJ Types, have a great night, peace. what? Oh.
1: Stars in today's mega stars, the hot spot. The hot spot. Suspect is armed and dangerous. I
2: repeat, the suspect is armed and dangerous.